from the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here is your host, Jim Manfredonia. And a very, very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come to Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you, as we're so blessed to be able to be here every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I wasn't here yesterday. You know, we had that storm go by. We lost power at our home around noon yesterday. Still do not have power. Uh, so in, 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 the, in the event you're watching, I'm, I am coming to you live today from our studio here. Um, but if you're watching the program on YouTube, Facebook, our homepage where we stream live video, a bit more casual today because Cheryl and I have been, we had to take all of the food out of our refrigerator and freezer and haul it over here last night because there's a refrigerator here in the radio station and put it there. We would have lost it all because we said, as I said, we still don't have power over there. And so we're going back and forth. There's no air conditioning at home, obviously, and it's hot. <laughs> that's my, that's my purgatory. I think uh, when 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 I eventually get there, <laughs> it's, it's going to be no air conditioning uh, on days like today. So anyway, we're back and forth and just a little bit more casual. I'm, I'm wearing my my uh, Yankee T-shirt, but that's uh, anyway. So happy you're here. It is Wednesday, and uh, my oh my, are we we having some interesting, strange, and odd times that we live in, aren't we? Uh, Holy Father today began his. Um, general audiences again he just usually i thought he did he took a hiatus in july and august but he's back today so and he started a new series which i think is interesting a new uh, series for his wednesday general audiences on healing the world a catechesis on healing the world and so i'll share that with you and then today when i was in our chapel praying uh, midday prayer uh, the psalm that we prayed in today's midday prayer, Psalm 55, leaped out at me. So I thought, well, we haven't done this in a long time. We'll pray Psalm 55 and uh, just kind of reflect a little bit on that. So I hope you're in a cool place and a relaxing place. Um, and uh, I hope you can stay for the next hour because I'd love to have you here joining me. We're going to pray first, my brothers and sisters. And uh, as always, I invite you to join me and all of our family uh, who join us on our uh, network of domestic church media radio stations, also on our other uh, media platforms that we use, our streaming audio, of course, our free mobile app. I hope you're downloading that. If you haven't already, get that free app because you can listen live 24-7. You can pull up our podcast. You can watch the video live if we're coming to you live video and even watch the archive video from your uh, phone, your your mobile device. Uh, so go to your app store and search for Domestic Church Media and download it. It's free. No charge for you. Also, of course, Amazon Echo, Google Home devices. We stream live there um, and uh, any way we can. And I keep saying, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling restless. I was telling Cheryl this the other day. I'm, I'm just feeling like, I, this, okay, I, we're kind of cruising right now. We're all locked down. You know, I, my routine really hasn't changed. I'm back and forth at the radio station. Uh, but I, I'm feeling we need to continue to grow and build, and so I'm, I'm getting some inspiration from the Holy Spirit, and we'll see where that leads us. Uh, but let's now pray, and uh, we are praying the prayer 
for the United States of America. And boy, oh boy, do we need it. Um, and I think this all kind of fits in, you know. Holy Father today started his Wednesday general audience uh, on uh, healing the world. Um, today, I believe, is the day they started the uh, over in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Uh, Archbishop Perez uh, is inviting uh, the faithful to pray a nine-day novena, which will lead us up to the Feast of the Assumption of Our Blessed Mother uh, to, for an end to the, to the pandemic. You know, I mean, what what's going on? You know, spikes, spikes, no spikes. Uh, what are you taking for it? There's the, 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 so many different effects it's having on people. I really believe this is demonic. That's, in my opinion, very, very diabolical. Um, taking it seriously, but also taking it very spiritually seriously. Um, of course, yesterday... We had the uh, the uh, storm come through, and I don't know if you uh, heard or saw on your local news. We saw it on our local news last night um, that the Doylestown Hospital up in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Central uh, Bucks County, where our young friend Maria is, she's in that hospital, and her parents and, and a tornado went through the area and actually did some damage there to uh, the parking lot and the hospital cars overturned and things. Um, and so we're praying for Maria. Um, uh, Brian, her dad, texted me yesterday when that happened, and he said that um, he sent me pictures too. But he said that just yesterday they finished the 144-day novena to overcome any ancestral curses. He and his uh, wife and Maria, in, in the way that she can pray right now. Uh, and they would say to each other along the way during this time that uh, the Holy Spirit would show up as a tornado or earthquake, and that yesterday was the last day, and the tornado, tornado hit the parts of the hospital. So I'm telling you, we're living in very, very serious times. And so I'm happy the Holy Father begins the catechesis, which I'll share with you on healing the world. We'll pray Psalm 55 uh, later on. But now let's come together and join uh, virtually as we can. You know, as I've said, uh, governor, uh, government mandates can't uh, dictate to us that we can't be this close. We are so spiritually united, and there's no threat of anything. We don't have to wear masks here when we're doing this uh, or, you know, worry about social distancing. We are so united in prayer right now, my brothers and sisters. That's the beauty of what we can do here at Domestic Church Media, by God's grace, and not through any merit of our own, only by God's grace are we here able to do this, to come together and be so united. And as I said, no governor's mandate or order can stop us from doing this yet. <laughs> we'll see how things get as we get closer to November. But let's come together now and be united in prayer. Wherever you are, reach out. Let's, let's hold each other tight right now virtually in prayer and unite our voices, our hearts and minds as one, and raise up these prayers to our Heavenly Father for all of your intentions. And we begin by praying this beautiful prayer for the United States of America. So we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in Heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother. In union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme, eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, 
we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our President and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of our nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our mother, patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we'll pray our prayer to St. Michael the Archangel and also the beautiful ancient prayer to our Blessed Mother, the Subtum Presidium prayer. Both of these prayers are Holy Father two years ago. It was August of, of uh, 2018 that Holy Father Pope Francis asked the faithful to pray both of these prayers every day, every day, to protect the church from the attacks of the devil. And so we're throwing in the intention to also protect our country from the attacks of the devil. I think everything we're seeing, everything we're seeing that is so horrible right now in our country, uh, the pandemic, the uh, social unrest, the racial uh, unrest, uh, and all the other things that are going along with all of that comes from the father of division, the enemy, the evil one, the diabolical, which means which it means to divide. So we pray, as Holy Father requested, to protect the church from the attacks of the devil, especially in, in through division, and to protect our country from the attacks of the devil, and throw in there all families, all families, all loving relationships, to be protected from the attacks, the dividing attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And now we go to Our Lady with this beautiful ancient prayer to Blessed Mother. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And again, my friends, I thank you. Uh, as always, for praying. And, you know, I mentioned to you that uh, Archbishop Perez over in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia uh, is beginning tomorrow, not today, tomorrow, beginning the Feast of the Transfiguration, as a matter of fact, right? Uh, beginning uh, a, a novena to Our Lady, um, 
that will run through the feast day of the, uh, the Solemnity of the Assumption on the 15th of this month, uh, praying specifically for an end to the pandemic. We see the kind of havoc this thing is wreaking. You know, over and above the illness aspect of it, which is serious, you know, let's not, uh, we're not I, I don't deny that it's a serious virus because it has had um, deadly effects, obviously, on uh, so many people, but it's affecting people in different ways. Um, and the fact that so many people uh, are asymptomatic with it, the fear then is a, a lack of trust of anyone thinking you might have it and might give it to me and you might have it. I might give it to my children. You might have it. I might give it to, uh, you know, your grandfather or grandmother. And and nobody, there's just, it's, it's, it's wreaking such, uh, such havoc on our culture, society, even within families, you know, and, and, and we feel that you feel that uh, the separation, you know, of, of spending time with those who we love, um, and it's a very difficult thing for everybody involved. You know, we, we of course, we FaceTime with our little grandchildren. Uh, and I just, we feel so bad, as, as do my son and daughter-in-law, because, but we understand, you know, our daughter-in-law, she's uh, due to have her third child in two months and, and certainly want to protect the baby and, and her, her. And so we understand it. We, we certainly uh, uh, totally agree with that. But it's the difficulty is the separation, the not being able to just hug and, and hold and, and, and that closeness of, of family. And that, this thing is having such an adverse effect on that as well. So we have to pray it away. You know? And I do think that there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of um, the old boy's hand in this. Uh, so we, we've been sending out, and we're thanking all of you who are requesting them. They're free. The prayer we just prayed to start our time here, the prayer for the United States of America, um, I'll send it to you, as many as you want. It's free. If you're watching on our YouTube or Facebook, you see I'm holding it up to the cameras right now. There it is, beautifully uh, laminated 4 by 6 card that we're sending to you free of charge. And what we're asking, you know, if you want more than just one for yourself, if you want us to pass them out to family and friends, just let us know how many, and we'll get them to you. Uh, we, we even pick up the postage. And I, you know, when this when this was placed on my heart uh, about a month ago um, to do this, uh, the Lord assured me in the way He does. Don't worry about how to pay for it. I'll take care of that. So, so we're, we're, that's how I operate now. The older I get, I think the more I I've learned to trust. And uh, just when the Lord places something on my heart in prayer and in his presence as i do so often here at the radio station because we he is truly really substantially present in our tabernacle here uh and i spend a lot of time with him he assured me of that so anyway you can get these just go to our website domesticchurchmedia.org and up on the top there's a number of links one is prayer just place your cursor over the word prayer and a little menu drops down and then click on prayer for the united states of america and all we need is your, just fill it out there, your name, your address, and how many you want. And then uh, every week we have our lovely staff of volunteers come by. <laughs> uh, and uh, they fill the envelopes and fill the orders and get them out to you. So they're free. They're for you. We've got to pray, 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 especially as we get closer and closer to our general election in November. 
This is a critical, critical time for our country. Um, and, you know, we're not here to be political. We're here to proclaim the joy of the gospel. And with that joy of the gospel comes uh, uh, divine truth and divine revelation. And we sh- that's what we're here for. And when your hearts are open to that and you be- come on and take the-, the heart and mind of Christ, you make the right decision when you get into the polling place. But we, it, it's going to take a lot of prayer this time, a lot of prayer to have the right people and, and, and not just in, the, in the, uh, the executive office, but throughout Congress, Senate, uh, representatives. You know, and these people are there. You know, I, I was on a, on a conference call last night, not, not on a conference call, but it was, a, it was a town hall meeting that our local congressman has once a month or once every few weeks. And I was on that call because, you know, I have I have concerns. <laughs> and uh, anyway, one of the, the uh, uh, callers, I'm sure, didn't mean that, to phrase it this way, but he was talking about our leaders in Washington. No, they're not our leaders. <laughs> they're our representatives. We put them there to work for us. OK, they're not there to dictate to us right from wrong what they think is, you know, however, they're they're our representatives. And we want to pray between now and November that People put the right people in there to represent them, again, with basic Judeo-Christian principles upon which this country was founded. That's the bottom line in all of this. So send away for your cards. We'll send them to you. Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Uh, click on, or you actually scroll your cursor over the prayer, the word prayer, and a little menu drops down. You click on the uh, then the prayer for the United States of America, and we'll send them out to you. And again, we don't have any limit to the numbers you want. Um, and I've been throwing it out there, and maybe you know, to our wonderful uh, family of parish liaisons who who listen. You know, we we've all been so I think isolated in so many more ways than just the social distancing. I think sometimes you know I, I'm here by myself, or Cheryl, excuse me, Cheryl's here with me, and you forget about you know we do what we have to do here, and you forget about all the wonderful people on the outside, listeners, family of listeners and viewers who are doing so much for us. So those wonderful liaisons, uh, parish liaisons that we have, um, now that masses are being uh, said again, public masses, and people are going back to church, um, you know, we want to make sure people know that there, there's a way to stay connected. And even those souls who choose right now not to go to mass because the um, dispensation is still in effect until further notice, so there's not an obligation to attend, but, of course, we have the Mass on here three times a day. We have the Rosary on. We have, uh, so there's a way to stay connected to your faith through liturgy, through prayer, and just in what we bring you here. So to our liaisons, uh, maybe if you are, talk with your pastor and Father's open to it, uh, we'll send you know, a, m- a number of, of these prayers to the parishes uh, to place in the entrances to the church where people can just pick them up. Um, so do that. Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Scroll over the word prayer. A little menu drops down. Click on uh, that uh, that uh, prayer for the United States, and we'll send it to you. Um, let's see. There was some. Oh, the Radiothon. Listen, pray for us because we're we're trying to decide about our Radiothon. We're, we're obviously you know we normally have it in the spring. It was scheduled for April first. Of course, we didn't have it then, uh, right in the thick of the pandemic. Um, we are praying that we are considering having it in the fall, you know, but, but the way things are going, I'm just not sure what the right thing
thing to do is right now uh, as we lead up to that. So we're praying about that. Bruce and I were talking about it the other day. You know, Bruce is a wonderful a co-host with me on the Radiothon each year, and, and we were just kind of in, in our own discussion here what might be the best way to do this. So pray for us on that. Pray for me especially on that for the decision to make the right decision regarding our 2020 Radiothon or a creative way to have because we do need that's our major fundraiser. And you've all been so good in supporting us throughout these months but it really is, a, that's always our big boost every year to kind of pad what we have and help us comfortably get end the year and enter into the new year. Well, without having that major fundraiser last spring, um, we've kind of found ourselves in, you know, not not dire straits, but, you know, we have to really watch what we're doing here. So uh, pray, pray about that with me, if you would. We do need your prayer on that one. Um, and uh, I'll just keep you posted. Still waiting on word, our roof. Um, uh, we, we, we are going through insurance. Just waiting to hear from them what they're going to cover. And I'm hoping they'll cover the whole thing. <laughs> Not our roof. What did I say? Our roof? No, we have a roof. <laughs> you see how? I'm like in a time warp here. Our, our, our uh, transmitter. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm so confused. Perhaps I could run for president. <laughs> our transmitter. That's the thing that that has conked out from the last storm, the Direco. Uh, yesterday we made it through fine, but uh, anyway, we're working on with insurance because we did have damage to our twelve sixty transmitter that has been out of service uh, for two months, and it's just uh, just praying that we get that done. Okay, let's move on here. I'm, I'm rambling a bit. Uh, I just love being back with you. See, I wasn't here yesterday. Uh, I felt bad, but we had no power. We're moving food around. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, anyway, let's go to Holy Father because he started today, Wednesday, a new a series in his general audiences. In fact, he took the month of July off. Uh, he's now started them up, uh, and uh, he started a new catechesis series on healing the world. And boy, oh boy, do we need this. Um. The Holy Father said that the Christian virtues of faith, hope, and charity enable us to heal the physical, social, and spiritual infirmities of our time, such as those revealed by the pandemic. Um, in his catechesis, uh, of course, now he's doing these uh, general audiences from the Apostolic Library, not out in the square the way he had been previously, and hopefully one day we'll get back to that again. You love to see St. Peter's Square filled with the pilgrims. Um, But Holy Father assured us that despite the COVID-19 pandemic continuing to infect and kill people, uh, with many, especially the poor, going through uncertain times because of socioeconomic problems, God's kingdom of healing and of salvation is present as Jesus assures us in Luke's gospel. Pope Francis said the kingdom of justice and peace manifested through works of charity increases and strengthens faith. Through faith, hope, and charity, the Holy Spirit not only heals us, but also makes us healers. Those virtues open to us new horizons, even while we are navigating the difficult waters of our time. A renewed contact with the gospel of faith, of hope, and of love, Pope Francis said, 
will enable us to transform the roots of our physical infirmity and the destructive practices that separate us from each other, threatening the human family and our planet. And I got to tell you, you know, you hear about the threats. Didn't Russia the other day, uh, last week sometime, test some missile that shoots down satellites? I mean, and you hear about the, 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 the threats of war. Of course, Scripture tells us that's going to happen. Um, these are natural occurrences because of the fall of man. Um, but with all the unrest we see in our country, uh, the violence that we see, um, the, the hatred toward each other in so many areas of life, um, the pandemic, of course, that, that has, as I said earlier, wreaked havoc on uh, almost every aspect of, of our society. Um, Holy Father said that the gospel of faith, of hope, and of love will enable us to transform the roots of our physical infirmity and the destructive practices that separate us from each other. Um, The Holy Father said that in his numerous miracles, Jesus heals not only the physical evil, but the entire person. By restoring the person back to the community, he liberates that person from isolation. And he particularly focused on the healing of the paralytic at Capernaum, who was lowered down to Jesus from a hole in the roof and moved by their faith. Our Lord first says to the paralytic child, your sins are forgiven. And then as a visible sign, he adds, rise, pick up your mat and go home. And our Lord, uh, his action is a direct response to the faith of those people, uh, to the hope they put in him. And, you know, you think about all those wonderful uh, gospel accounts that we have of our Lord's healing, where individuals go to Jesus. And, and you know, I think of Jairus's daughter, you know, uh, my, my daughter is dying. And by the time our Lord gets there, the people are wailing and weeping and said that the child is dead. And the Lord says, no, she's only sleeping. And they, they start to mock him, right? And he goes in and he, he tells the child to rise and, of course, she she does, and, and uh, we always have to... One, one thing that I remember reading, a reflection on that particular um, account, when the person says, Lord, if, if, if you uh, had come earlier, my, ch- my, my child wouldn't have died. And, you know, she's not dead. She's only sleeping. Jesus is always on time. You know, he's never late. He's always, he has perfect timing. So even in our own prayer, especially prayer for healing, you know, we pray for that healing, and we wait for the Lord to, to, to heal. And we're saying, Lord, if you had come earlier, this wouldn't have happened this way. But he allows it to happen for a purpose only, of course, to bring about greater good. And so all of these accounts of, of, of we see our Lord is, is, is touch, but healing not just the physical, but also the spiritual. We experience that. Every time we go to confession, don't we? That beautiful spiritual healing of, of, of uh, absolution. Um, and then the Holy Father reminded us that as disciples of Jesus, the doctor of souls and bodies, we too are called to continue his work of healing and salvation in physical, social, and spiritual senses. Every one of us. Um, and then he went into some of the churches teaching on social uh, social teaching, um, 
which you know we we know that these days especially um that if you know if if you if people especially now people you know when it comes to the the black lives matter uh, organization as opposed to the black lives matter intent of individuals who you know are are stressing the importance of every human life um we read about the other day uh, it was yesterday the day before yesterday two pro-life friends in in Washington DC were arrested outside of the planned parenthood because in chalk in chalk <laughs> sidewalk chalk they were writing on the sidewalk that black preborn lives matter and they were told to stop and they continued and they were arrested I mean, our world has just gone awry. You know, the inversion of truth and the expression of truth, uh, the grave, grave misunderstanding of what is good or evil. You know, we've, we've allowed good to be turned into evil. We've allowed evil to be accepted as good. And the bottom line in all of this, because I was talking to my sister today or yesterday, yeah, today, about how you hear. If you listen to our station, because we're praying the prayers a lot more, we're putting more masses on, more rosaries. But you hear so many of our other hosts, our EWTN hosts, who are really deep into prayer and encouraging prayer. My brothers and sisters, we are the faithful remnant here in this world. And we have to allow ourselves to stand up, stand out pray and encourage and build up the kingdom through prayer, through good works, through charity, faith, hope, and charity, as Holy Father said, because we are called to heal, and we can be healers through our prayer, through our actions and our words. And let me take a break. When I come back, as I said, this morning I was praying uh, this midday, noon, I was praying midday prayer, and uh, today in midday prayer, Psalm 55, oh, that jumped out at me, so I thought, let's pray that on the show today. Don't go away. More to come. I'll be right back. Mike Walsh, co-host of Talking Catholic. Every week, our show will bring you in-depth interviews with the hardworking people doing the Lord's work in parishes, schools, and ministries. Our increasingly secularized world often makes it easy to forget that we are surrounded by wonderful workers in the vineyard. On Talking Catholic, we will bring you their perspectives on how we can better serve God and our neighbors. Tune in to Talking Catholic on Sundays at 11 a.m. and Mondays at 4 p.m. Here is Mother Angelica speaking about Catholic Radio. There's six billion people, and we got to reach them all. It's people like you, radio stations like your own. And I hope sincerely that people will support you because we need Catholic Radio. We need Catholic television. And if we don't have it, we shall answer to God for that because we are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. We're bound by that. Won't you help us spread the good word by praying for us and by making a tax-deductible gift payable to Domestic Church Media? 
P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628. Or by going to our website, wfjs.org, and making a secure online donation using your Visa or MasterCard. Please contact us today. God love you. We need Catholic Radio. We are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. How does God know? Well, God does not know the way we know. We know by looking at things. God knows by looking at himself. We can get a faint idea of the way God knows from an architect. Before an architect puts up a building, he can tell you if he is the designer, the size of the building, its dimensions, the location of each room, its height, the number of elevators it will have, and so forth. How does he know all of this before the building is built? Because he is the designer of the becoming of the building. Now, God is a cause, too. But God is not just a cause of the becoming of the universe. He's the cause of the very being of the universe. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope, on these domestic church media stations. From Falsington to Fort Monmouth. Point Pleasant to Pennington. Seagirt to Spotswood. From Yardley to Yardville. Silverdale to Seagirt. Southampton to Seaside Heights. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. All right, welcome back on this, uh, what is it, Wednesday... Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. I think most of us have lost track of days and times and weeks and months, haven't we? You realize in four months, in four months, first of all, think about what was four months ago. So it was July, June, May, four months ago, probably around Easter time, right? Seemed that long ago, four months? Four months from now? Christmas time. (laughs) I mean... How fast will this time go? And it's it's almost like we're going down a slippery slope and we can't stop. You know, we're going we're going down. And uh, as I said, you know, we, we just gotta lift lift up lift up our country in prayer. And you know, our Lord can do anything. You know, I think I think we I think we all hope that we're gonna see just miracle after miracle after miracle. Uh, pandemic goes away, things straighten out. But people have to have the heart 
and mind to want that. So as I said, you know, you and I, as, as the faithful remnant here, we really have to, to buckle down here and, and really start getting some heavy prayer, fasting, sacrificing uh, for our nation and for the world. But we'll start here in our own, our own part of it, in our own part of the world, here in our own country. Because there's such, uh, people are, I think people are, some people are afraid, uh, you know, of the way, the direction the country could be going in. If you read, you know, things about what some of these representatives want and how they want to run the country. And, uh, anyway, let's, uh, we're going to go to Psalm 55. It says, I was sitting in, in uh, our chapel uh, praying uh, midday prayer today. And this was the psalm. And I thought it really applies to, I think, how so many of us feel in, in, in praying to the Lord, you know, especially as, as it regards the, the pandemic, the social unrest, uh, the division. The division is just um, uh, horrible, you know. And so Psalm 55, as I said, as I was praying the midday prayer today, really kind of leapt out at me. So I thought, we haven't done this in a long time. Let's just go through the psalm a little bit at a time, reflect, meditate. If you have your Bible handy, you can pull up Psalm 55. If you have your free domestic church media mobile app, you can go to the learn uh, option, and then right on top is the, is the Bible. Just click on that and, and select the psalms and select Psalm 55. You can pray along. Now, what I pray from here, and I have a hardcover Bible here. Uh, this isn't the virtual Bible. It's actually one I hold in my hand. Um, the Revised Standard Version, the second Catholic edition. I remember Mother would pray from this version. Um, Father Benedict Rochelle would often say how this is the best translation available, English translation. So, anyway, this is what we pray from here. So this is Psalm 55, and just think about where we are, the state of our country, our society, our church. Even, you know, i got to say, friends, even in our church, people are still just so discombobulated. And it's it's not easy because things are different. You know, uh, some uh, parishes and dioceses have communion at the end of Mass, and people receive and leave. Um, some parishes and dioceses are still doing communion at the at the proper communion rite. Uh, not that what they're doing if it's if it's if they're if they're distributing communion at the end of Mass. I'm not saying that's not proper. That that's up to each individual bishop, and that's their decision. But what I'm saying is, as far as the the normal way to uh, celebrate Mass, that the communion rite is the time for communion. But this is what I mean. You have, we're all being so careful about, oh, I hope I, I hope I didn't offend someone. I hope I didn't say the wrong thing. I, I, and we're just, we're just walking on eggshells, you know? And, and, and not only that, we're, 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 we're stuck in, in our homes. A little different in Pennsylvania where we live, because in Pennsylvania you can go to restaurants. They have a limit. I think of twenty five percent of capacity. It was fifty, but they started seeing some spikes, so the governor there reduced it. 
I know here in New Jersey, there is no eat-in dining. But on a day like today, would you really want to be sitting outside eating? It's just hard, just a... It's just hard to, to deal with, right? But the Lord will see us through. But even in the current situation, we pray, as we should be praying every day. This is a great psalm to pray. Okay? This is Psalm 55. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and answer me. I am overcome by my trouble. I am distraught by the noise of the enemy because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring trouble upon me, and in anger they cherish enmity against me. So just that first, those first um, three verses of Psalm 55. What a great prayer in times of anguish and time, just looking to the Lord, you know, answer me, please, Lord, answer me. And and not only that, but I'm, I'm, I'm so distraught by the noise, when I read this, by the noise of the enemy. I don't know about your neighborhood, but I said, we have no power in my neighborhood. And uh, although I'm being told by the electric company that it's going to be turned on by midnight tonight, but I thought of the noise of the enemy trying to sleep last night because we, you know, you have no air, so you have to open the windows and hope there's a breeze. But you open the windows to go to sleep, and, you know, every other house has one of these generators going, and the noise is just horrible. Not that the the neighbors are enemies, but I thought of that image. But um, we are being being, uh, oppressed by wicked people in the way we're being, you know, there is manipulation. I'm not saying it all is, but I... I think the the enemy has his hand in this, you know, and I'm even reading, I was reading a few articles earlier today about the effects of the uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, that it has different effects on different people. You know, we know that some, probably more than the majority, I'm going to say, and I don't know, I'm not a medical expert, are uh, asymptomatic, but we know that People have died as well. So the extreme of effect that the virus has on people. Uh, I was reading an article, uh, I think it was in Spirit Daily today or yesterday, where someone was saying and talking about the spiritual aspect of it, that the virus itself, because it attacks people differently, almost like a, 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 a demon, Attack, demonic attack. Uh, there was some, I think it was a, may, may have been a radio host somewhere in the country who was mocking the virus and then eventually got it severely. And even after the virus left this person's body, they found out that he had mold in his lungs. It just, I mean, these horrible things. The enemy's out there. And... I do think, and I do believe with all my heart, as you should, that the Lord will take care of his own so we would remain faithful. But still we go to him in prayer. And in Psalm 55, verse 4, My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. I mean, this is what 
a lot of people, this is how they're living right now, right? Um, I, and I have to be honest with you. I'm not downplaying the seriousness of the virus. I Probably this is a grace or just my own stupidity. Um, I will wear a mask when, ha- when I have to. You know, when you go into a store, whatever, the church, you know, mask. You wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. I, I don't wear it. Not that I'm out walking around in public, but I don't, you know, I don't wear it in my car. And I, and, I, and I don't think about the virus until I have to, you know, do that, wear a mask or stay distant from someone. But there are people who are living in enormous fear and terror, fearing death. You know, the I think the way the media brought this virus to light back in the spring set a picture uh, image in the minds of so many that if you get this, you're going to find yourself in an overcrowded hospital with no attendant there to help you with a ventilator shoved down your throat and on the verge of death. I mean, this is the, and we know that people have died from this, but we also know that majority of people recover from it. So, uh, but people are living in that fear. And so this particular uh, section of the psalm, I think, really speaks to the way a lot of people think. But then in verse 6 of Psalm 55, And I say, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would wander afar. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would wait for him who saves me from the raging wind and tempest. You know, and don't we all feel like that sometimes? You just want to, I just wish we could just get away and go to this safe haven, this safe harbor, and wait for the one who saves us, you know? I've called out to the Lord in the course of my life over many things, you know, and just say, Lord, okay, it's time. Come get us. (laughs) We're ready. Take us home. Get us out of here. But I do believe that, you know, we... The faithful, we are called amidst all of this that's going on around us, the pandemic, the social unrest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are the ones who are holding society together in prayer, even praying. You know, we're told, Jesus says, to pray for your enemies, pray for those who hate you. And, and just keep those prayers rising to heaven and allow our our faithful hearts to be the strength that others don't have. You know, that we can face these situations and know that God is in charge. The Lord will never abandon his, his loved ones, his faithful, uh, of which hopefully we're all, you know, counted among them. Psalm 55 and verse 9 says, Destroy their plans, O Lord, confuse their tongues, for I see violence and strife in the city. All I have to do is watch the news at night, right? Day and night they go around it on its walls, and mischief and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. Boy, if that's not a description. <laughs> oh, right? Of what we see on the news every night, what we hear on the news or watch. Yeah, I'm going to read that again. Think about it. This is Psalm 55. Beginning with verse 9. Destroy their plans, O Lord. Confuse their tongues. For I see violence and strife in the city. 
This could be a prayer we could pray right now, right? Day and night they go around it on its walls, and mischief and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. Verse 12, it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to hold sweet converse together. Within God's house we walked in fellowship. This is a verse, of course, of... of, uh, a friend's treachery, uh, someone who was a friend who turned on you, you know? And, of course, we know our Lord experienced that rejection from the betrayal of one of his own. And when we see this happening in our own lives, I think this. I think about this often, it is not an enemy who taunts me because I could bear that. You know, I could bear when someone who is considered to be an enemy tries to take me down. He's not an adversary who deals with me. I could hide from him. You know, we could, we could deal with those who we know who are out in the open. But it's you, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend, a person in our life perhaps, uh, as the Scripture says, we used to hold in sweet converse together within God's house. We walked in fellowship, in prayer, in worship. But they turn on us. It's a very hard thing, isn't it? And I think what we're seeing today, especially as it regards COVID, we see a lot of division. We see a lot of anger all of a sudden among people or between people who are being divided by this virus and how they're dealing with it or what they think of it or, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a dividing force. But then in verse 16, it says, But I call upon God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and he will hear my voice. He will deliver my soul in safety from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. Give, will, uh, God will give ear and humble them. He was enthroned from of old because they keep no law and do not fear God. So this is, you know, we look at, uh, again, where we are today. And sadly, even among those political people, uh, who are put into office to represent the people um, have eliminated God from our country's culture as in any way they can try to, um, and we, we're becoming such a pagan uh, society in so many ways. But Scripture assures us God will give ear and humble them. He who was enthroned from of old, because they keep no law and do not fear God. Anybody who thinks that God isn't in control or has no control over anything is a fool.
and we have to trust, and we're going to get to this in a second too, but, but well, let's do this. I, I always love this particular, this is Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And I, I do believe that in, in, in all that we're experiencing right now in our country, in our society, that God is protecting his own, that we remain faithful, and as this particular uh, verse says in Psalm 55, when we cast our burdens on the Lord, let him know. You know, give him, give him those, those, those things that are, that are weighing you down into the muck and mire of, of, of this life. And tell him. Give them to him. You know, I do that sometimes. You know, if I'm having a difficult situation, whatever it might be, you know, in the court, and I've learned this in, 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 in apostolate, especially since we've had the Blessed Sacrament here. <laughs> I'll go in there sometimes, and I'll just say, Lord, this particular situation is really wearing me down. I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot. It's it's affecting the way I make decisions about certain things. It's this, that, or the other thing. I said, I'm going to give it to you. And I just spiritually handed to him, put it in the tabernacle with him, <laughs> and let it go. And then he takes care of it. The scripture says, he says he'll sustain us. He'll never permit, never permit his, the righteous to be moved. I, and I was thinking to myself today, uh, you remember those things, those weebles? Remember those little things? That maybe if you're younger than me, you probably don't remember them. Or maybe they did have them, but those little little toys, and they had they were like you know rounded bottom, and the 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 the, the marketing uh, um, uh, phrase was weebles wobble, but they won't fall down. <laughs> so they'd always come they always come back upright. You, you, you could push them, but they'd go over the side. But they always come back upright. Weebles wobble, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And, you know, we as Christians, we have to be like those weebles. <laughs> we have to be, you know, people will try to push us down a lot. But we always come back up if we have faith and trust in the Lord. You know, we wobble, but we don't fall down. <laughs> we come back, just pop back up again. Did you ever have that happen to you in your spiritual life? I've had it happen. When you do a postulate, it happens a lot. People are always trying to get, you know, get you, get you out of here. Um, but you got to be like that. And then the psalm ends this way. Again, we just cast our burdens on the Lord, and he's going to sustain us. He'll never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the lowest pit. Men of blood and treachery shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. So we have to trust that the Lord is in charge. The Lord will take care of business, as they say. We have to trust. We may have to go through some difficult times. You know, uh, St. Saint, Saint Peter told us that, uh, and I don't know the exact chapter or verse, but, you know, that we may have to go through some trials sometimes. That's just so God can, can purify us and test our faith. Remain faithful. Trust in the Lord. Don't allow the burdens of this life to weigh you so far down that we begin to drift from him drift away from him, that we trust in him that he will always be in control, always be in charge, and that he will 
And I believe this. I think we're seeing a lot of this happening right now, especially with this pandemic. You know, we're all suffering through it. We were all, you know, having to deal with the, the, the very, you know, the small trials, but the large trials, too. Some of you, I'm sure, have, have had family members, friends who have passed away because of this thing. Our sacrifice on our end has been, you know, just like I said, not being able to, to spend time with family, which is so important to us. I mean, domestic church media, we named the apostolate to, to promote family life and marriage and that's been tough for us, as it is for all of you, I'm sure. But through all of this, the Lord will sustain us. Things will get better. Trust in the Lord. He protects his own. I do believe that. I believe that the Lord will protect his own. And no matter where and how and whatever happens in the future, if we remain faithful in prayer and worship and love and charity toward each other and, and giving our Lord, our whole heart, mind, and soul, that we will be protected from this world leading us into the next in whatever way that happens, that we have to trust that. So, oh, I'm going to go, but I guess I have to go. All right, my friends, uh, I do pray you have a beautiful rest of your day. Now, I will be here tomorrow. God willing, say some prayers that the power in the Manfredonia house comes back on because it's hot. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. Thanks for joining you. My name is Jim Manfredonia. God bless you, and God love you.